What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. My name is Dan Wendell. Today's topic is going to be covering two things. One, we got inflation, which is hot on everyone's mind. Top of mind inflation. Oh, it sounds terrible, but let's add to it taxes. How do taxes go up during inflation? Now, before you leave the show and turn off the radio or turn off the YouTube channel, let me bring in Tony Shore, my co-host, because Tony, I know we're talking about two ridiculous topics here of uh, people just don't like to talk about inflation and how it increases taxes. It's a double whammy. (laughs) Wait, inflation affects taxes? Yes. Your taxes go up in inflationary scenarios. Dan, come on, man. Hitting me with the bad news already. I'm already just struggling with dealing with the rising costs of inflation. I mean, you can't you can't get a, a home project like remodeling. We wanted our house painted, uh, fence put in, trees taken out. It's like twice the quote we got a year ago or two years ago. In the 2019, since then, prices have gone up astronomically. I mean, look at gas. I mean, in California, they're with all the taxes out there. They're paying. I saw uh, some pictures, and I double checked to make sure it wasn't fake internet news. But they're paying over five, five to eight dollars a gallon in L.A. for gas. Yeah, and liters over there, <laughs> a little mini <laughs> Europe. California. You know, <laughs> I'm going there in a couple of months to oh, go visit no. some friends. Um, I did a show last week with Chris. You weren't invited because we were talking about medical inflation. You know, that was a mercy play because you know how I can rant about medical inflation. So we talked about how Medicare uh-huh. costs are going up. One thing I, I, I want viewers to watch that show, one of the reasons why Medicare premiums are going up, Tony, not only because of inflation, but because they're adding, they're considering adding Alzheimer drugs to the prescription drug list. Ah, so those are expensive. So I thought you'd like to know that because yeah, we've talked yeah. about that before. So um, today we're going to talk about how taxes go up as a result of inflation. So we know inflation's here. Your pizza buffet has gone up double digits now for, you know, free, all-you-can-eat pizza. Uh, not pizza free, buffet. All-you-can-eat pizza, yeah. It's, you know, you're paying yeah. more than eight bucks now. Most of the so, buffets are still closed because of COVID. <laughs> but the ones that are open charge a premium. So I am losing weight. So this is good. <laughs> this is good. But now you're going to lose weight even more because the loose change in your pocket's going to be gone because this guy behind me, for the viewers on YouTube. Oh, behind you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see him there. You. He wants your taxes. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. Hey, Uncle Sam. You know, Uncle Sam is the like the dr- drunkle Sam, I call him, because he spends like he's <laughs> yeah, he spends like sailor, he's right? on a on a binge. Right? Yeah. And yeah. and Dan, here's the problem here. I don't think he's my real uncle. I mean, that's No, he no? might be. He might be. <laughs> he might it be. Depends. You see the similarity, the cheek. Uh, it depends how much structure. money you make. You, he'll be your favorite nephew. He'll be true. his favorite nephew if you make just the right amount. <laughs> you know, with all the spending, you're right. Inflation's not going anywhere. Right? No, it no, might be a short-term blip. That might still be a reality. It might yeah. be a short-term blip. But here's what happens when we have inflation. Okay, mm-hmm. when it comes to taxes, because that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, taxes. a lot of the 
tax laws and the tax code that the IRS is overseeing are inflation adjusted. So as you as costs go up, they adjust the tax tables, you know? So so if you make above 80,000 as a couple, you get moved to the next bracket. Now it's 82,000 or something like that, right? So they raise that based on inflation. They also raise the deduction, how much you can deduct, the standard deduction changes, how much you could contribute to your retirement plans change, right? The limits go up because they realize you know, the, the dollar a year ago isn't the same as a dollar today. Sure. So they, they do that, and that's supposed to prevent your taxes from going up percentage-wise due to inflation. Because if you think about it, if we never change the tax brackets and we go back to the 1940s when you were in, your, in college, um, we would have... Like probably any, if you make over $12,000, you'd be at the top's tax bracket, right? You, you know, wow, a $50,000 yeah. salary would be paying 92% tax or so something crazy, right? Yikes. So, yeah. So we, we adjust things and the IRS does that. The tax code is adjusted, although some are not. Some of the taxes are not inflation adjusted. And we're going to talk about those. We call this bracket creep. Hmm. See, this is a new area for me. I'll be honest. I'm not familiar with that term, bracket creep. It's basically, you know, due to no benefit of your own. For Let's take you, for example. You're adding no no additional value this year as you opposed to next year, right? That's Nothing that's but understood. noise. Nothing, but, Nothing but noise. We've, we've heard from the listeners. <laughs> we've heard from the listeners. Oh. <laughs> Nothing but noise, it- right? <laughs> He doesn't so, understand. We had a listener say, "What is Tony at?" And it's like nothing but noise. And I, I'm I'm here to say he's getting the concept of the show. You're the host. You provide the content, and I'm here. Obviously, good looks and charm. Good looks and charm because I'm here to fill in the areas where Dan is lacking. I don't understand why people don't understand that. You've got to if you're going to stare at Dan, you got to have somebody. I mean, come on. See, there this it is. Doesn't folks. Just, this doesn't just happen. See how he's. He's adding value right now to this conversation. Oh, I'm adding. That's pretty funny. So, so nothing but noise, Tony. Your salary, your your salary has not changed, right? But (laughs) let's say, um, let's say it does. Let's say we give you the cost of living increase of five point nine, like Social Security, right? Okay, I'll take it. You for doing nothing different, right? Your job stays the same. You're getting increase just to keep up, so you can pay for the pizza buffets. Sure. Um, you were right costs. on the doing nothing part. You were correct. Right. So uh, <laughs> if I keep saying it, you'll it'll sink in. So your tax bracket, if the tax bracket didn't change, then mm. you might get bumped into a new tax bracket for doing nothing but living and keeping up with costs. So that's wow. called bracket creep. Yeah, that's and it, And, you know, but you're not a creep, Tony. You're, you're a good guy. So let's I hope so. <laughs> let's talk about which parts of the tax code don't change with inflation. Mm. Social security. (laughs) All right. So social security got a 5.9% COLA cost of living adjustment. We did a show on that. So they do adjust social security itself to help with inflation. Right. But how much of your social security is taxed hasn't changed. Doesn't doesn't change. Yeah. People hate to hear that social security is taxed. 
It shouldn't be because you pay. Yeah, it shouldn't be taxed. Uh, double tax, so on and so forth. But yes, it's it is taxed. Social Security is taxed. And it's crazy. It, and as a married couple, if your income, which includes half of your Social Security, if your income total for the family is less than thirty two thousand, then your Social Security is not taxed. As soon as you get above thirty-two thousand, then up to half of it's taxed, and then once you get above forty-four thousand as a couple, eighty-five percent of it's taxed, up to eighty-five. Okay, so at some point, your income might fall in this threshold, and you're going to be paying taxes on your Social Security income. Mm. That bracket, thirty-two thousand to forty-four thousand, hasn't changed since I've been doing this. So. And wages are going up, Social Security is going up, and just by default and inflation, more and more people are finding that their Social Security is now taxable. Mm. Because 32000 10 years ago may have been enough for you to live on, but now 32000 is not enough, so you're taking more, you're, you have more income just from COLA on your Social Security alone. So this is impacting people, and this is an example of how during inflationary periods, cost of living increases to a pension or Social Security can actually put you in a higher tax bracket. Social Security is a prime example of it. Wow. So in Social Security, correct me if I'm wrong, can be taxed up to 85% in some cases and in some states, correct? Right. It's a it's a federal tax, so Social Security is taxed um, up to 85%. So 15% currently currently 15% is non-taxed. So wow. that's why I do like social security. Cause even a billionaire getting social security wouldn't pay tax on 15% of that social security yeah. income. So, so, but uh, one more question before you go on, I don't mean to interrupt, but, um, but on a state tax level, some States do not tax social security. Like I know, let's say for example, I don't think Oregon doesn't, Oregon doesn't, tax social security, but some states also tax social security, correct? Yes. So that's, you're jumping ahead, but you're, you're, you're on point today. Tony ate his Wheaties. No, this is good because that's another thing that doesn't necessarily get adjusted. Some state, like in Florida, we don't worry about it. Yay, Florida, right? So in Florida, we don't have to worry about state taxes. Yeah. But if they, um, if your state doesn't change their tax brackets to increase them with inflation, you might find you're paying more in state taxes, relatively speaking, because just because of inflation. So mm-hmm. yes, you're right. But you're hopefully in a state like Florida that doesn't tax your social security income or other mm. income. No, nope. I'm not so lucky. No, you're not. Okay. So yeah, social security is a biggie. And this is really important to note because people on um, social security really can't do anything about it right you can't say oh no don't you know hold back the social security i want to stay below the limit so okay net investment income tax this is um relatively new obama uh passed this in 2013 and this is a tax on investment income certain income it's a 3.8 percent tax on income but only if you're above a certain limit Right. And that's two hundred thousand um, for uh, a person, a single person or two hundred fifty thousand for a married couple. 
Okay. So, okay, big deal. If you make it 250000 as a married couple, you should be paying extra, right? But here's where it gets interesting. That hasn't changed since 2013. So uh, the 250 hasn't changed for a married couple. So if you're an earner and you're all of a sudden getting raises and you have dual income, say you're in, in New York and, you know, a teacher can make 100000 a year, right? Say you have two teachers in the family and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're facing this 3.8% extra tax um, where you didn't before, just based on inflation. So this is another example of a tax that, you could fall victim to through really no fault of your own. So this is a tax that they haven't adjusted for inflation, mm. just like social security. So it, it, there, there are a few of these. Here's another one, Tony. We've done a show on selling your home, right? Yep. If you're, if, yep. you're, if you want to know more about this, watch that show. So we talked about how, when you sell your primary home, you don't pay taxes on the gain if it's your first home, primary home, I should say, and you haven't, you know, there's rules. So if you're interested, oh, what if I get a second home and move there and so forth? There are ways to capitalize on this. It's not just one time. It's every time you sell your primary residence. So the limit is 500000 for a married couple, which when it was made in 1997 was quite a lot. There weren't too many homes with $500,000 of equity growth, capital gains. So you might buy a house for $100,000, but your odds of selling it for more than $600,000 with a more than $500,000 gain were low. Not anymore, as we've seen with home prices going skyrocketing due to just appreciation, inflation, whatever you want to call it. So... We made that $500,000 limit for a married couple, 250 for a single person in 97, and that hasn't changed at all. Wow. Okay. So that's another area where uh, it's not adjusted for inflation, so it kind of creeps up on you. Right. So I guess, sale. you know, we ha we I don't know because I'm not a tax expert. I'm not sitting here analyzing tax policy. I'm a CFP and I know how taxes impact retirement and income and finances, finances. But when they made this rule, unlike the others, did they make it saying, all right, 500,000 is perfect. Everyone's happy. It's high. And we know that 20 years from now, or in this case, 24 years from now, home price is going to be so much higher that eventually the government's going to have some tax revenue from this. This isn't going to be some sort of, you never pay tax on the sale of your home. It'll, I mean, think about it. 20 years from now, 500,000 might be a starter home. Think about people in California. That's true. Oh, yeah. What yeah. can you get for 500,000 in LA? Nothing. Uh, a garage space, storage yep. unit. Like, I mean, <laughs> and I've watched that Storage Wars. I think they're here in California, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. Storage Wars. So you Wars can rent one of those for 500,000, yeah. put a bed sure. in it. Yeah. Um, but in reality, they frown true. upon. Like, they frown upon it. I've tried it. They frown upon it. A lot of radio show <laughs> co-hosts are trying it out there. But right, right. They they kind of move you along. Move along. They kind of sweep you out. Clean it out every month. So yeah. Can you imagine they do the you know let's open up this one. They cut the lock and then you're sitting there in the chair reading a book like what hey, <laughs> I, I, am I behind on payment? So. <laughs> 
That's so funny. think about that. States like California that have ridiculously priced, and I say ridiculously because it's comparable. Mm. The, you know, you might be you're you know you're in Minnesota, so you might say, well, five hundred thousand still gets you a pretty decent sized house. Right? Oh yeah. Um, but in California, it's not the case. So so these right. types of things are purport disproportionately affecting those in your that ne- have- in your neighborhood, for example, Dan. It wouldn't even buy a garage. I mean, you probably well, right. spent more than that. Yeah, on pool, right. Pool. right. How would you know? You we haven't we don't let your kind in here. to take a look. I guess <laughs> you can true. look. I can't make drones. it past your great your gated community. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> gated community. Yeah. Um, so, but you're right. Like a, a nice community, you can have a five hundred thousand yeah. dollar gain, especially you know when the prices of a home, house in like a year go up twenty percent. Right. So this is another example of how taxes can increase based on inflation. And and this is not necessarily inflation, it's appreciation, but I think inflation impacts home prices because the cost to build a home, like you said, and renovate to put a new kitchen in might be 50,000 where it was, you know, 30,000 just a few years ago. So that 50,000 increases the value of the home and, and the sale and so forth. Well, and what can, what concerns me about this one, Dan, is that so many Uh, of our listeners out there might be retirees or thinking about retirement. And so much of when we talk about home sales, we're talking about downsizing. Like my wife and I, we're both in our fifties. We're thinking about downsizing now that the kids are, you know, once our youngest graduates high school, um, you know, we'd like a one level home, no stairs. Right. And so we, we look at these things, but, um, this is another area that affects retirees in particular or people who are downsizing. Right. Or in particular, people who bought their house in the 60s or the 70s and are now selling and they've lived there their whole life. They've put money into it over the years, but not it hasn't been as much as it's grown. So they could really, truly be facing a large gain. Now, what happens when if you know you lose a spouse? We talk about that in that show. Yeah. Now, instead of 500,000, you're down to 250. So it could really impact people. And you're yeah. right. It, 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 it does affect those that have been in their house and have major appreciation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, my wife and I have been in this house 23 years already. So. Right. And that yeah. flew by. Right. And I'm sure it it's worth a lot more than well, you paid. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And time flies when you're having fun, Dan. And I prefer to think of it. The reason time is moving so fast for me now is because I'm having so much fun, not because I'm getting older. Well, you do the show every week, so there's like a, the Dolphin Financial Radio a, day, a week keeps the doctor <laughs> away. No, that doesn't mm, rhyme. Yeah, I'm, listening yeah. to the Dolphin Financial Radio a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> headed to the ER immediately after. The show. <laughs> okay, we then watch the last show we just did on medical inflation because you're oh, going to yeah, get hit with a, a huge one. bill. Yes, yeah, you might have to sell your home, pay the taxes to pay the doctor bill. Oh, yeah. So. Last one I want to talk about is salt. Put some salt on the wound. Oh, boy. Now, this has been a discussion in the news. Um, Congress is trying to adjust this because in 2018, this came into business. They set a limit on the amount of state and local tax deduction you can write off. So, in other words, yeah, all right, I pay, I live in Pennsylvania, I pay state tax and then I pay, I live in Philadelphia, so I pay city tax, right? Yeah. And, yep. you know, I pay 
$18,000 in taxes because I live in a, you know, a large house or whatever, like something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to write off your state and local taxes off your federal tax bill. Okay. So I paid 18 to Pennsylvania and Philadelphia so I can write that off and I don't have to pay that. I don't have to pay tax on federal tax on that. The government in 2018 limited that to 10,000. So you might've had 18,000 of state local taxes, but you could only write off 10. So that other 8,000 is taxable at a federal level. So you don't get that deduction. Ah, I see. So who again gets hit disproportionately in this case is going to be those with huge tax bills at a a state and local level, California, New York, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota. So places ours is ours is really big here. Local and state taxes. It doesn't impact Floridians as much because we don't have state tax. So again, but you have other things that are costly taxes. Of course, of course, property taxes. You used to be able to write off a lot of this. Yeah. And now they can't, or they can only write off 10,000. And what's interesting, just like the others that we talked about, that 10,000 limit has been set in 2018 and hasn't changed. So it's not inflation adjusted. It should go up at least 7%. They should raise it 7% at least. Again, this is it. This is the discussion that we're having. It's like Social Security, you know, net investment income tax, home sale exemption, SALT. These things are not pegged to inflation. So, and that could easily be by design. I'm not putting it past the tax code writers to say, hey, let's put it here so that down the road, we're going to get more and more tax revenue based Mm. simply on inflation. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening. Yeah, that's not good. And I'm glad you brought that one up. I mean, state and local tax, that's a biggie for a lot of folks. So, well, all these are great. And I think this was a great topic. And by the way, I sometimes tease you on the backgrounds you pick for the shows, but this is a perfect one. Yeah, that scares me. And it should scare you because he's he's taking the tax. Yep, exactly. Coming for you. It's coming yeah. for you, Tony. He and is. you he see this. He doesn't look happy. He does a lot not of look these, happy. A lot of these are, you know, you know, we have inflation increases going for goods and services, which impacts everybody, but it disproportionately right. impacts the lower earners because, you know, the people with a lot of means, they can afford to pay more for groceries, right? Yeah. Um, and hopefully wages keep up, which we have, we don't have wage going up as much as inflation, but these other things also, you could say disproportionately if, if impact those that have higher investments higher, you know, because the investment income or the home sale appreciation, but salt, I mean, it used to be 10,000. If you were paying 10,000 in state and local taxes, you were rich, but a lot of cases, that's not the case anymore. So it is impacting more and more people. It's not just one uh, economic class versus the other. So you can't ignore this anymore. Yeah. But maybe the lesson here is this was by design. So you have to add this to your retirement income plan. You have to factor in these taxes. You can't just, you know, ignore it because it could very well impact you now. And how can our listeners out there get a plan in place to help deal with things like inflation, like taxes, and minimize their tax burden? They just need to pick up the phone and give you a call, correct? Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people have financial planners or they have uh, someone helping them with their investments, but inflation's a tough one. You got to make sure that if you have some sort of plan in place, 
that you're factoring in inflation. You have to conclude the tax implications of different things. There's way too many people that have come yeah. to me and said, look, this is what I did. And I say, oh man, you f- did you think about the taxes on that move? You know, it's too late now. Right. But, you know, so those that don't have a plan, yes, they can contact us and, and figure it out. That's it. But those that even have a plan, take a look and see if it's in- inflation and taxes are being factored in. Because sometimes they're neglected. So yeah. that's the point of the show. Yeah. So Dolph Financial Group, we do that. We're comprehensive. So we always include that, which is why we're talking about it today, Tony. I don't like taxes. I pay taxes. My mom used to work for the IRS in the audit department. <laughs> that's right. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, she had that guy over her shoulder. She had, right. We, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, what's I, that not, number? Give the number, Dan. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of Group.com, or you can call the 800 number. And when you call the 800 number, it's 888-508-5935. If you hit extension 5, that gets to Tony and I, the radio show. So you can leave a, a voicemail indicating your disdain for Tony's attitude. Or hopefully you could call up and leave your comments and say, I really like Tony because I get that. I get people calling me and say, Hey, can I, can I speak to Tony? I say, no, no, Tony's, <laughs> Tony's busy. He's a celebrity. You gotta, you gotta go through me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Tony, thanks for a good show. Remember everyone, I don't work for social security. I don't work for the IRS. We're going to bring the kids in there to talk about that, but have a good day, Tony. Thank you. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.